have to stand up strong Face the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the third hour of the show today. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-77 Jesse. J-E-S-S-E. My biblical question for today. Are you afraid you're not going to make it? Are you afraid, afraid you're not going to make it? We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And don't forget to, uh, if you're busy, and you cannot sit and watch the show, of course you can podcast, but let's say you can't sit and watch it, and you still like to be listening to it, though, go to, I mean, uh, call 641-793-1500, 641-793-1500, on your iPhone or iPad, all right? And you can podcast as well. Follow us on social media, uh, JLP Talk on X and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. Like, follow, ring the bell, subscribe, and I appreciate it. Also, to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk. Buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk or rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuilding the man. It's Tuesday. It's the third hour of the show today. Every Tuesday is country and western Tuesday. Bring back. Bring back. Bring back my country to me. Bring back. Bring back, bring back my country to What dog? <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Amazing. 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 <laughs> Amazing. Who let the dogs out? I want my country back. I want it back. So let me just say to the callers, is Bill ready? Okay. Let me say to the callers, we're going to get to all your calls. I, I will. Don't worry. Uh, this is the last Tuesday of the month, and y'all know that every last Tuesday of the month, we have 
your friend, my friend, God's friend, Jesus' friend, the Holy Spirit friend, the smartest white man on this side of heaven, on this show. He is here. Bill Lockwood. And Bill is a writer, preacher, host of Patriot, Patriotic Pulpit Podcast, and Bible Studies with Bill Lockwood on YouTube there. And he's also a pre- preacher of Our Part Church of Christ and a teacher. He's a busy man at Wichita Christian School. Bill. Good morning, Jesse. How are you today? All is well. Happy New Year. Hey, thank you. Same to you. Good to, good to be with you this new year. Thank you, man. You look well. Well, that, well thank you for that. <laughs> well, you look great on that purple background. That looks great. That's amazing. Thank yeah. you, Bill. Uh, do you make those resolution things? No. Oh, nice. No, I, I, I mean, I actually uh, think about uh, preaching and I try to improve uh, I think about what I need to do to improve uh, presentation and that kind of thing, and Bible studies, and make them make them a little bit more palatable, or uh, you know, to follow with for people. But I, I try to improve my preaching on that, and right try on. to improve my Bible study. Yeah, nice, uh, Bill. It's a mess in my country today. It is. It's terrible. What a mess! Yeah. Can you tell us who is right in this fight? Who's right? Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I, I believe that Christians are right. And this, number one, the country was founded upon God in the sense that it was uh, founded upon God-given principles of liberty. But uh, we have now a secular humanist nation. And uh, so even though there are many people who are Christians and who are believers in the Bible and believers in God, uh, the universities and the media and the uh, the military industrial complex and every everything the universities they have all completely been taken over by secular humanism yeah. and uh, DEI Marxism. So we are fighting an uphill battle because we're fighting the the establishment, so to speak. Amazing. I um I want to ask. You mentioned church, uh, Christians, and and government. Shook two questions. Is there such a thing as church and state should not be one or something like that? There should be a division between church and state. Right. You heard that before, right? Right. Well, that's 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 one of the fundamental principles of our nation that the church and that the church is not to be c- controlled by the state. So <clears throat> that's the First Amendment, and so that is where many, many, many. Millions of people are confused, and they're confused because they misteaching by professorships at universities. So the idea is not to separate God from the state. The idea is not to separate Christian principles from the state. The idea was that the state should not be controlling the church and should not be paying the coffers of the preachers in the different churches. So they did not want control of the churches by the state, nor did they want the control, the governmental control of the of the state by a Roman Catholic organization, which is the country from which we fled. The Roman Church, the Roman Catholic Church, 
wedded to the state, controlled the state actors. And so our founding fathers did not want that. But that was that was the unification of the political uh, the political unification of church and the state. So they did not want that. That, however, has nothing at all to do with the ideas that the founding fathers set forward. And that is that the principles of the Bible are the fundamental principles of our nation. God and our rights come from God, and that we have the right to change or alter the government if it becomes abusive of the rights that God gave us. Those are fundamental principles, life, liberty, and property. Those are principles that the Bible teaches that were laid out in the foundation of our country, and all of the founding fathers said so. But that has nothing to do with whether the the church is controlling the state in a political sense or the the state is controlling the church in a political sense. It has nothing to do with that at all. Amazing. And the second part to that, there are a lot of Christians who believe that they should not be involved in government. Right. And what do you say to that? They're, they're, they're absolutely wrong. Yeah. It's a, it's a worldview. So the Bible teaches a worldview, and that worldview breaks down into the, the that the country uh, that the the world is controlled by God and his providence that the nations that have been founded are under his control and it is our responsibility it's not simply an idea it's our responsibility to impact the world about us with the gospel of Christ and that means also through the political system Politics or the political system is simply the outworking of what is taking place in the nation. It's simply the outworking of the principles that we understand at a national and a state and a local level. So the issue is, what principles are guiding the local government? What principles are guiding the state government? What principles are guiding the national government? And should Christians influence those principles? Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless we want to have a a country such as is controlled by Islam, which tells you that you're going to be a Muslim or you're going to lose your head. And that's (laughs) uh, that's the way it's going to go. Amazing. It's it's so dumb that a Christian should not be involved in government. I don't know how... Anyone can believe that. I don't know how a Christian believe that because, and I give them, and I'm like, look at what's happening with the government. You're not involved, right? And they're coming up with all kind of crazy laws and rules and regulations, and they're locking the Christians down, and they're like dividing the races. They're doing everything because the Christians have not gotten involved with the government. They won't run for office. They won't run for the police department or anything. It's insane. You know, our founding fathers, in their period, the country was 98% Protestant, what they called Protestant Christian. That would be just a broad uh, usage of the term Christian, of course, but Protestant Christian based. 98% of the country was that way. Yeah. So they wanted those principles of the Bible to be infused and implanted into the government. And so they went to men such as William Blackstone, who was a jurist in England, who basically tells us exactly the same thing, and that is just using, utilizing Romans 1, for example, the, the book of Romans, chapter 1, that it is when men stray from God that they turn to idolatry and paganism. But this is the first time that we have had in the history of mankind where people have been able to sit down and have a confab and discuss 
What form of government do we have? And they wanted a, the Christians and people who believe in God to have a voice in what kind of government they're going to live under. Yeah. And so it is, it's insane to su- suggest that Christians should not somehow participate in what is going on. Amazing. Is Bill's phone ringing or the us? That's not my phone. Uh, if I it thought, is, uh, I thought your friends were calling from Alabama. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I don't. I only have one friend in Alabama. <laughs> no, no, I just tease. <laughs> no, I think it's on Alabama. They're taking it out. So, Bill, um, okay. as you know, uh, Greg Abbott is putting barbed wire around the borders of Texas there to prevent the illegal aliens from coming in. Is uh, my question about that. What, number one, were you surprised when the U.S. Supreme Court agreed that they should take the bot wire down? And, and is Biden really in violation of federal law? So a, a couple of things, two things. Number one, I, I don't I believe Joe, Joe Biden is indeed in violation of federal law and has been from day one in the fact that. He he absolutely broke down the borders of the United States, invited the world to come in, which is against the Constitution. The Constitution, a lot of people say the system of immigration is broken. No, it's not broken. They refuse to abide by it. That's what's happening. Yeah. They refuse to obey the law. And his job is to obey the law, to execute the laws that Congress has passed. But we have allowed the Republicans and Democrat presidents for the past 25, 30, 40 years to have executive orders and uh, and, uh, and signing statements where they refuse to obey the laws that Congress have passed. And we've let them get by with it. So now Joe Biden comes up, says, we're not going to abide by that law. We're going to refuse to do it. We're going to refuse to enforce the laws that are on the books regarding immigration. Consequently, We've let that go. They're trying to impeach now Mayorkas, which, of course, ought to be done. But he's working for Joe Biden. Why don't they impeach Joe Biden on this? Why go after the small fish when you got the big fish right there? Should be in the frying pan. But instead, uh, Joe Biden has violated the laws of the United States on the immigration. And so uh, that's the first part. The second part of the question, the, the first part is regarding the it's actually razor wire that they've put up. And I thought this was interesting. I think that Texas does have the right to defend our borders. Here's here's the interesting thing. I I saw uh, on Fox News Jonathan Turley, who is uh, the of course the uh, the the cl- the classic uh, scholar on the Constitution, say you know that uh, that Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is going to have an uphill climb against the federal government on what he's doing on the border because he says that's the federal government's job. And I'm going to say to Jonathan Turley and all of those constitutional scholars, the issue is not what does the Constitution say specifically. The issue is what does a state, what recourse does a state have when the federal government goes to war with that state and refuses to do its job and instead not only refuses to do its job, but invites foreign armies into the state to invade that state and destroy that state. What recourse does a state have? 
That's the issue. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not like, what what principle of the Constitution am I going to go to here? And Greg Abbott saying, okay, we do have constitutional principles that we can defend the state, but that's really not the issue. It's the same thing regarding uh, state secession. I'm going to say this. I, I got into a, a debate uh, in kind of a writing debate with one of our state representatives. His name is James Frank. And uh, so I, I pointed out that free people have the right to secede from the union. If we're free, we have a right to secede when there are abuses of the government against the people, just as our Declaration of Independence reads. If we're free, we have a right to secede. Well, he came back and he said at a Tea Party meeting, well, I'm going to ask my scholars uh, (laughs) and uh, on the Constitution, where in the Constitution we have a right to secede. You know, I want to I laughed out loud. I said, look, this has nothing to do with what is stated in the Constitution This has, whether I have rights before God, yes or no. And the Constitution was framed on the assumption that I have rights before God, and I'm going to give some of those rights to the federal government to protect me under the understanding that it's a compact. And when the federal government refuses to obey the law and refuses to uphold their portion of the contract, it is our right before God to take the law into our own hands in the state in the state sense and protect ourselves. That's the issue. And if I wanted and if the state of Texas wants to secede, we have the right to do that. Yeah. Because the federal government is at war. This is not simply uh falling down on the job and Joe Biden doesn't really <laughs> uphold us into the bargain. No. They're at war yeah. with the state of Texas and America. And that's what's happening. It's amazing, too, and you're right when you say they just refuse to enforce the law. They're not doing it at all. They refuse to do it. And it looked like something should have been done or could be done about that, but they're letting the people get away with it. Joe Biden and his administration get away with that and just— I know it's well, wrong. They, they, they've, done, they've done more than simply drop the ball, Jesse. They have invited people from third world countries coming over here in mass. Yes. To change this nation and destroy the constitutional republic that we have. And they're doing a great job of it. And do, does a state and do free people have a, a recourse? Yes, we do. Amazing. And that is before God. So the Constitution is based upon the rights that we have before God, and it is preceded by the Declaration of Independence. And so that is to, that to which I appeal, and I believe Texans should appeal also. I want to say one more thing here. I, I know that uh, this is kind of one of those hot-button issues, and I kind of get going here. But, <laughs> so, but, you know, <laughs> but you know what I thought? Tech, uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, he said, you know what? He's invited people to come down volunteering to come to the border and assist in the in the in the border protection. And I don't know what way he would plug people in volunteers to do that. But and I would say I would love to do that. However, we are living under a socialistic style nation in which we are working people that are working two and three jobs all the time in order to pay for people who are coming over here giving them money, and redistributing our wealth. So since we have become so strapped and we're working two or three jobs, we can't go down and do that. We have very little time to go protest. The people who go out and protest are the ones who don't have jobs, and they're paid for by my job. So they're going out to protest and walking around with signs, and they travel around the country and say, we protest what's going on against the conservatives, against Donald Trump. Well, 
you know, I'm paying for their meal ticket. Yeah. And that's what's happening. And it's and it's ridiculous. So the socialistic system is working against this also. Amazing, man. Good point. Uh, last night, uh, and I, I don't know if you even wear this or not, but I was watching uh, Jesse Waters show there on Fox, and he was showing that so, someone had gone out, two white guys, two brothers, had gone out and done this documentary on the illegal alien. They had kind of just infiltrated and were a part of the whole thing. And they show where, in, I believe it was China or Japan, I think China, uh, that the Red Cross and other nonprofit organizations are assisting the people in coming to our country. They're, they're setting up rest areas. They're giving them maps as to how to get yep. here and what to do and all that. Does the, um, by law or just, does the Red Cross or any nonprofit organization has the right, have the right to assist illegal aliens how to come into our country and break the law like that? No, I don't believe so. I, I, I don't believe so. But when you have a president who continues to break and the Democratic Party has been doing this, Obama did it, too. And this has just been going on for a long time. But when you have a Democratic Party that consistently breaks the law regarding immigration, you know, the DACA program that Obama got going, that was a that was a violation of law. And so also was the, the Fast and Furious program that he got going to try to to try to scuttle the Second Amendment in our nation. You know, he got that going, put the gun running operation, remember, down to Mexico. But when you have presidents and administrations that are flagrantly violating the law and inviting foreign armies into the state of Texas, into the state of Arizona to change our nation and destroy our people and destroy our culture, then there are a lot of there are a lot of organizations that are going to jump on the bandwagon and probably, you know, they're hardwired into the Democratic Party, such as the Red Cross. Uh, and I'll say this, the Catholic Church has done the same thing. The yeah. Catholic Church, they have they've harbored illegals. They have uh, protected them, the Democratic governors of different states. And they've done the same thing uh, regarding uh, and mayors of, of Democratic cities, such as Chicago and New York. They've wanted to have sanctuary cities. And they have violated the federal law, and that's they're doing that purposefully. So now then they, they cry uncle when Greg Abbott sends illegal aliens up there. And so when they go up to, you know, uh, where Obama lives in Martha's Vineyard, they don't like that. No, no, they, they're a sanctuary area and sanctuary city, but no, they, they're not so sanctuary. They got rid of them. They said, well, take them to your sanctuary city. Yeah. We don't want them here. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a hypocrisy gone to seed. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't, do you know when the Supreme Court decided or agreed, decided that they were going to, that Joe Biden can take down the wires in Texas there? Do you, did they, was there some law they used to say that was right or okay? Or what made them go that way, you think? Well, my understanding, okay, I, I have two thoughts on that. I, my understanding is that they're th- saying, okay, this is, uh, constitutionally, the responsibility given to the federal government. That's number one. But number two, I believe that they are completely under pressure. Number uh, First of all, they're under a lot of pressure to go that direction 
because after all, we have a lot of organizations, Islamic organizations, for example, in this nation, who are pressured, pressuring the people. Well, for, for example, this, the, the Supreme Court justices, remember when they were, they were ransacked their houses yeah. and they protested outside of them? Our government's job is to protect those people, but they refuse to do it. They yeah. did not want to protect them. They want them to be held hostage to the masses of people. So I believe that Amy Coney Barrett and others probably think, you know what? Well, they're going to be coming to my house <laughs> and they're going to be destroying my property and threatening my family because Joe Biden wants it that way. The Democratic Party wants the Supreme Court to be held hostage to the masses of people in a communistic style nation. So now you have a Supreme Court that, okay, who knows whether they're going to be trying to to decide uh, constitutionally or not. And who knows whether they're going to be thinking through it rationally or not, because now they're they're under pressure from the masses of people, communistic style, to do what the what the Democratic Party wants them to do. So, so now I don't have any confidence in the Supreme Court. I'll tell you another thing: when you have the Katanji Brown Jacksons who say, "I don't know what a ma- a woman is or a man is," okay, well, you know what? What's she doing on the Supreme Court? I know well, she's, she's there because she's fulfilling a, a DEI uh, inclusion yeah. idea, and that's yeah. the only reason she's there. That's amazing. I, I took a flight a week or two ago now, and I'm sitting there, and when they close the, the doors, everybody on, they close the door, I look up, and there's a black female pilot, so-called pilot, standing there at the pilot door. And I, I'm like, what the? What the? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I asked the, the, the little stewardess running up and down the aisle, is there, is, do we have a black female pilot today? And she's like, yes. What's wrong with that? I'm like, she's part of the DEI uh, black thing. She don't know what she's doing. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, I saw a white male pilot going to, in the, to the cockpit. I'm like, wow, I feel better now. <laughs> well, you know what? The the truth is, and people refuse in our nation to look it in the eye because we're, we're so politically correct. Well, what's wrong with that? That stewardess would say, well, you know what? I knew uh, I, I knew several instructor pilots in the past uh, 25 years, instructor pilots at Air Force bases. And they tell the same story. And that is when a female pilot comes into the into the training pilot training you can red flag as an instructor pilot you can you can red flag that would be of course mar- given bad marks for any pilot that's flying except except you cannot red flag a female pilot unless you're ready to answer to the base commander now why was that the case because the political pressure has been so intense to get females in the cockpit. So that's that was the story there. And that's exactly what, matter of fact, Robert Bork writes about that in his book, Slouching Towards Gomorrah. They had a, a crash, a, a, a Navy jet crashed on the deck uh, at California coming in to land. And he pointed out that she had been, as a woman pilot, been passed 
over and again simply because the political pressure was so great, so great to get a female pilot in the cockpit. But she was not qualified. She was she did not have to meet the same standards as some of the Crazy. other pilots. So but they put her in there anyway because we've got to say we've got female pilots. We've got to say we've got black female pilots. We've got to say this and so we lower the standards just like they do in the military. They lower the standards to get them in there. Yeah. And so you're they're not going to be the same, but we've got to be able to say, well, we're we're meeting the DEI the diversity, equity, inclusion, the Marxist ideals, the same, the same thing going on in, in colleges and universities. This is exactly what the entire program yeah. has been about. You know, you've got to get them in there. So you, you're going to you're going to change the standards up. You're going to have to have so many blacks. You have to have so many uh, so many uh, Mexicans, so many. Other, you're just going to have to have it that way. If you're in Arizona, you're going to have so many American Indians. They have to come into the graduate department. Do they have the same standards? No, they don't. They, you might have to. Some of the American Indians have come into graduate programs in psychology department at Arizona State University with a 1.5 grade point average, Man. and they get admitted into graduate program. And there are 400 white males with 4.0 averages that are excluded from that program that admits only 20. Why is that? Because we got to have. Diversity, equity, inclusion. That's been going on for 30, 40 years. Bill, Bill, let me just hold you for a minute. When I come back, I want you to give out your information and all that, how the folk can get it. Sure, that'd be great. Let me take a quick break. Back in a moment, 888-7753-773. Back in a moment. Check out my book, For Rage to Responsibility. I show you how I was able to overcome anger. The spirit of anger was taken away from me. I had it. And as a result of having anger, I was insecure. I had doubt, worry, fear. I was in a fallen state and didn't know it. And it wasn't until I went and forgave my mother who tried to turn me away from my father. I forgave my father for not being there and returned back to him. My spirit connected with his spirit. And through him, I was able to return to God. And I have perfect peace. Perfect love casts out anger. And when anger is gone, fear and doubt, worry, insecurity, suicidal thoughts, all of that is gone. And you are free. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. Or if you want an autographed copy, you can go to my website at rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-BOND. Such a fool, a man who wanted quiet so he 
precious solitude I once thought so sublime Has changed my sense of what is real And what is in my mind all right, folks, welcome back. Bill Lockwood is here, and Bill is, uh, you can find Bill at American Liberty, uh, American Liberty at BillLockwood.com, Patriotic Pulpit Podcast, Bible Studies with Bill Lockwood on YouTube, or at Our Park, C-O-C, Church of God in Christ. Dot org, But he's going to give that out a little bit more, make it even clearer, because I want y'all to, to support Bill. But for now, I forgot to mention the treasure chest is now open on D-Live. <laughs> so, Bill. Yes, sir. I know we let you know Trump personally. I don't think anybody really know who Donald Trump is going to pick for vice president. But who do you think Donald Trump, the great white hope, may pick? As VP. Okay, th- thank you, Jesse. You know what? I was going to make one correction on the uh, the Iowa. It's Iowa Park Church of Christ. So it's Iowa Park C-O-C dot org. It's not Church of God in Christ. It's just Church of Christ. So it's Iowa Park C-O-C dot org. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, the idea. It, yeah, that's anyway. I but, no, I'm glad. But yeah, before you get into the coming, get the folks how they can help you, your websites, and whatever you want to put out there. Let's do that now, so we won't feel rushed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Well, well, I do have a website. It's American Liberty with Bill Lockwood, and there's a donate button on there. It is it is not active in the sense that I have uh, articles being posted on there, but I do have a donate button, American Liberty with Bill Lockwood, and you can donate uh, to the program or in all the work that I do. So the the podcast is now called Patriotic Pulpit. Patriotic Pulpit is patrioticpulpit.com. Um, but you can find that on uh, uh, Patriotic Pulpit. You can find it on Spotify and uh, Amazon Music app, Patriotic Pulpit. And then you can just put my name in, Bill Lockwood. And then uh, I have also on YouTube is Bible Studies with Bill Lockwood. Uh, that comes out of the Iowa Park Church of Christ. And so I have uh, I preach every Sunday, as you know, on that teach Bible class and that and that, that sort of thing. So we just started the Book of Romans. So I have. Uh, I have a lot of material on Romans that we're doing right now in the pulpit. So those th- that's how you can get to my material. Nice. Uh, who do you think the great white hope Donald Trump would pick as VP? You know, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure really. I've, I've speculated on that myself. I, I like Carrie Lake myself. I, I think uh, Carrie Lake is a great, a great woman. She's a great fighter. Um, I, I don't know, I, but I'm not sure. Uh, really, that's just one of them. I I prefer her, but um, I'm not I'm not certain really nice. who he, who he might choose. And I I guess he's at one point talked about. And I I like Vivek Ramaswamy, also uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, someone pointed out to me, well, he's not a Christian. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this that that is true. But I'll here's something else. We. When we were in World War II, we were not asking whether the <laughs> whether the commanding officers were Christians. You know, General right. Patton was certainly not a Christian, and neither was General Douglas MacArthur. And in a normal situation such as the country was founded upon and everything's running more or less smoothly in the sense that, of course, we the people were fighting back and forth and arguing. But when everybody was basically on the same page— that our country has God-given rights, then okay, that might be the case. But we are now at war, 
and that we are at war with Marxism and with uh, with co- communism. And that's what's going on and is supported by the Democratic Party. We're at war with Islam. Is- the Islamic nations are uh, charging after us also. Yeah. So so I think at this point we need someone in there who knows the score and knows how to do it. Donald Trump. And I like Vivek Ramaswamy to myself. Amazing. Bill, before I let you go, then I do have to let you go. I want to tell you something about the blacks. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I've often said for years now, because the blacks are not the way they used to be when I was growing up. They were more independent. They thought and did for themselves. They didn't have physical leaders and things like that. They only had God leading them. And that all changed when the civil rights movement happened. And I've said that the civil rights movement was the worst thing other than abortion that has ever happened to the blacks. And so I and and as a result, I've been telling my country that the blacks should not be in leadership. They should not be running the government. They should not be running things because all they do is destroy. They never make it better. And there's nowhere in this country where uh, blacks are in control, neighborhoods or anywhere where blacks are in control and you want to go and live there, right? It's all hood. They don't make it better. Well, I saw this report on, uh, I believe it was Harvard, about Harvard, Harvard Lost University. And right. it was founded by white men mm-hmm, way back right. then. And it was very prominent school. It was so amazing that when they had, the, I guess, the Civil War, one of those wars, they sent all the students home, and they housed the soldiers at Harvard. Mm-hmm. And it was, and, and and the white men who founded Harvard were on the board, and they they worked at the school as well. And then, so for years, Harvard was an amazing school. And guess what happened, Bill? Yeah, they got a black female president, and she destroyed it. Yeah, well, you, you mean talking about Claudine Gay? Yeah, she destroyed the school. Yeah, well, I think the school was destroyed before that, actually. You she think just, so? She, she just put the cherry on top on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, you know what? The, the Harvard universities and the Yales and so forth, they were all founded as as actually preacher training schools, yeah. people to teach theology. And they were founded upon the same principles that our country was founded upon, and they were putting out people that were in the pulpits of America and teaching God-given rights, and their nation was founded upon God, then they were all that way. All of those Ivy League schools were founded as Christian schools, so-called Christian schools. And right. they had they taught theology, and they were teaching Bible classes, and they had, had rigorous training. And those guys that came out of there in those days were all Christian-oriented in their worldview. But that has long since been changed, right? You're right about that. And so you're saying that prior to this black female becoming president, it was already on its way down, and she just finished it off. Oh, abs- yeah, absolutely. Oh, Maybe. absolutely. These, yeah, these Ivy League colleges, yeah, they're they're absolutely gone. They're teaching. They're teaching uh, Marxism. And, matter of fact, I have a I have a book in my library here. Um, Trying to think of the man's name, but uh, he's he's one of the uh, one of the chaplains in a he's a secular humanist teacher there, and he's 
And he argues in the book against God, against the Bible, and he's a chaplain there, <laughs> um, paid for at, at Harvard University. It's just, you know, so I read that book. Matter of fact, I, I was going to review that book with you, I think, about five or six years ago. But anyway, but that's the kind of stuff that they've been putting out for many, many years. Amazing. What a mess. In, yeah. in closing, Bill, that then I kind of got to run here. What will it take? Well, what would it take to turn America back to that? Yeah, I, I think we're going to have to have, number one, large-scale repentance and turning to God. And if we don't, then we don't, we're, not, we're cooked. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give out your website and all your, uh, everything again. Yeah, thank you so much, Jesse. Well, it's yeah. a Patriotic Pulpit. You can find that on a Spotify app as well as Amazon Music, and you can find it. On, I'm on YouTube also. There are clips of me on YouTube, uh, Patriotic Pulpit. That's the podcast that I do. And then also uh, uh, Bible Studies with Bill Lockwood. That's uh, the sermons that I preach, and you can find those on YouTube as well. Uh, the church is Iowa Park Church of Christ, so it's iowaparkcoc.org. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I say Iowa Park, but, you know, if you're from Iowa Park, they say Iowa Park. So uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm a, not a native, uh, but, but anyway, I've been there about 15, 17 years, something like that, in, at the church there. Amazing. One yeah. quick answer to this question. This okay. is from Forbes.com. Donald, Donald Trump claimed—, claimed there was a 100% chance of a terrorist incident because of the increasing number of people entering the country illegally. What do you say to that? Uh, 100% chance of, of a, a, of a ter- terrorist. terrorist incident because of so many people coming into our country. And he's, he's, he's predicting what's going to happen in the future here. Yes. Yeah, I, I think he's right. I mean, he's absolutely right. We've, we, Joe Biden has let 10 million people in here. What in the world? What are we thinking to allow him to sit in that Oval Office? I don't understand. But yeah. Donald Trump is right. Absolutely right. That's why I support Donald Trump. Amazing. Me too. Yeah. The great white hope. Bill, That's right. Thank you so much, man. It was good having you back. And we'll see you again soon. All right, Lord bless you, Jesse. Thank you so much. You too. Say hello to the family for me. Will do. Okay, Jesse. Take care. Have a good day. All right, buddy. Amazing. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bill Lockwood, folks. 888-7753. Let me, let me go to Stacy, a first-time call out of California. Stacy, welcome to the show. You, you're on the air. Okay, so you're asking the biblical question. Yes. What... Uh, what I mean, are you afraid you're not going to make it? Okay, can I answer it? Yes. Okay, my my spirit say, am I going to make the the uh, the journey through this journey that the Father has laid before me? And so He brings forth the vision that He brought to me. You say to Mom. Do the work, but allow it to just happen. Now, what are you allowing it to happen when you get up early in the morning and you get up and you're doing yourself? That is not the father doing you. That's you doing it, right? Uh, no, I, I said allow life to happen, but you got to work okay. on yourself. Okay. Yeah, you got to work on yourself, but 
You just allow life to happen. Don't try to make it happen. You can't make anything happen. Okay, so what about the um, another one? Um, like I was listening to the girl that um, that was crying. She reminds me so much of myself. I cry, 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 cry. Jason, Jason, do me a favor. Hold on. Your phone, don't hang up now. Your phone is not really clear. I'm not clearly understanding what you're saying. Let me go to uh, Ken out of Georgia. He's been waiting a long time here. Um, Let me see. Ken, thank you for calling. Thank you for holding you on the air. Yes, sir. Hey, that that brother uh, Lockwood, man, he was on, man. One of the smartest white men on this side of heaven. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, um, and to answer your, your biblical question. Are you uh, afraid you're not going to make it? No, I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm going to make it because of one thing that I believe, that the kingdom of God is in me. And if I say that I ain't going to make it, that, that's, saying, that's like saying, the kingdom of God is not going to make it, and I know that's not true. That's amazing. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate it. I put my little two cents in on Sunday. Super Chat. Super Chat. Thank you, Ken. Super Chat. Prepham Paul is a monthly subscriber on rumble.com slash Jason You got to know how to rumble. My Lord. People who believe Trump was trying to overthrow the government. Sheep emojis. Five of them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the... Flower Power bought a coffee. OMG. Oh, my gosh. Jesse, the biblical question. Are you afraid you're not going to make it? I have been in fear of not making it financially. It's so hard not to worry about money and living in debt. I am stay at home with my kids. I have no control over making more money, and I feel like living in hell worrying about money. (laughs) I also feel fake not worrying and acting like everything is okay. I'm not angry at hubby, husband, just wondering why did this happen to us? I love God, but does he provide? I'm stressed not having a backup plan. Amazing. Says Flower Power. I really want to respond to that Flower Power, but I can't because it's a biblical question. Um, I put my two cents in on Sunday. But you can call me and we can talk about those other issues you're dealing with. 888-7753-773. Thank you. Stan 69 with a couple of diamonds. Mexicans were the original cowboys in the Old West. The, the guitar originates in Spain, not America. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you. First time chats from Falconing and Rutek Weird. Howdy from Twitch. First time watching. Usually listen. And Falcon Ning says, what the? Over on Twitch.tv. Or no, Twitch.tv, something like that. Twitch.com. Slash JLP Talk. Thank you. I appreciate it. What? Twitch.tv slash JLP Talk. Shout out to the top contributors on DLive, Stan69, Enoch87, something, WD41, Misty, and the rest. Thank you guys for the support. I appreciate it. Thank you all. Amazing. Uh, over on uh, that YMH, Your Mom's House podcast, user King Great at Almost says, This man is extremely intelligent, referring to your appearance on Your Mom's House. 
Very surprising. I think most of what he says can easily be taken out of context or explained through acceptance of God, which is great for some people. I personally got a lot out of this episode. Makes me want to revisit my relationship with God or my understanding, at least. Amazing. He black. Thank you. (laughs) Raul Shaba says, jokes aside, a couple months back, I snapped at my mom over the phone. I yelled at all my frustrations to her. (laughs) Nice. Highlighted all wrong things and choices she made for me and her. She had me in Mexico two years into my life. We reunited, we reunited in the States. She married a man that would end up beating her often. She stayed because it was her only way to guarantee papers for me and her. I grew up scared, not knowing my real dad, always wishing he would show up and somehow save the day. Never happened. I remained a scared child that could not protect his mother from this monster. Later in life, she finally left him, but I still had those feelings balled up. And I couldn't help but feel that it was my, was my mom's fault My life was so hard. In reality, she did the best she could, sacrificed her safety for me. After snapping, months later, I apologized and thanked her for everything. I'm 32, and only now I'm truly happy and anger-free. I'm sure this resonates with a lot of black and Mexican men now. Jesse really made me understand what I went through and how I made it on the other side. I've never heard it being painted like this. Thank you, Jesse, for the enlightenment. You're welcome. Thank you. Piffy, please. <laughs> that was actually a comment from the Your Mom's House episode. Oh, it's but it was, like a letter. But it was not pithy. It was not a pithy comment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's all for now. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Amazing. Let me go to my tooth. My tooth. Uh, out of California. My tooth, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I just want to tell you that ever since I started listening to you, I tell women I don't want to have sex and all that, and they stare at me with evil in their eye, and they, it just doesn't work. Well, I met somebody, and I had my slut maker shirt on when I met her. Imagine <laughs> that she knew exactly who you were. And, um, and I told her I don't want to have sex, and she's like, okay. And then I, and then I said, hey, it's getting kind of serious with us. I said, if we take it to the next level, we'll get real serious. Would you obey me? And without a blink of an eye, Jesse, she looked right at me and said, of course I would. You're my, you, you'd be my man. And I seen something in her, and I was like, wow, I've been searching for something like that my whole life, and I would have never have noticed even, that, man, those are questions. If, if they don't answer those two questions like that, that, that relationship is doomed before it even starts. So I want to tell you, Jesse, thank you, man. And um, You're welcome. But I want to warn you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> make sure you, number one, don't you don't have to tell them that, that you are, that you're not going to have sex. You, you just show it in your action by not doing it. And then, yeah, yeah, I didn't say it right away. I said it, you know, after a while. Right. You know, I just. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then date her for a while to see if what she said is true, that she will obey you. Don't just jump into a marriage just because <laughs> she said. No, 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 I know. I just, I, I, you know, I'm fine to fast forward because I know we only got a couple seconds here. Right. But uh, uh, I appreciate you and I love you, Jesse. And Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. That's brother. right. Have a good one. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Disregard. What? Disregard. You got all this? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Vicky out of Texas. Vicky, welcome to the show. You're on the air. 
Good morning, bro. How are you? All is well, Vicky. Amazing. Amazing. I have a question. I spoke with Nick yesterday about the Jean Carroll um, rape against Trump, which is such a farce. Uh, I stand with our brother 100%. Um, this is a witch hunt. I had a question for you. In that discussion with Nick, I told him that I had forgiven my rapist, which I had a truckload of evidence. And last night, our father revealed to me that I had not, even though I'd forgiven them, I had not forgiven my liberal female who sold me out. Um, I haven't forgiven her. And it's like I realized that I, I have to. I have to. And would it be better for me, I mean, just through revelation, to realize that I have to? Would it be better for me to call her since we left on such horrible terms? Um, but first, what do you mean, my rapist? You don't have no rapist? No, not anymore. But, I mean, that's the past. I, I know, mean, but it was never your rapist. Don't ever claim that it was your rapist. Maybe, you know, somebody who raped you, but it wasn't your rapist. Yeah. That's very true. Thank you for that as yeah. well. And then it's this other true. person, if you can realize that whatever happened between the two of you, she could not help herself. Oh, I yeah. And then let it go. You forgive her by realizing that you won't have to call her. If you understand okay. yourself, you'll understand her. But if you, be- if you believe that you need to call her, then call her. Don't make it a big deal either way. Yeah, it's not. But it was very clear. From our father that I needed to forgive her. So I just wanted to call you up and. There's never, you know. ever, 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 I don't mm-hmm. care what happens to you. There's never, ever a reason not to forgive. You Absolutely. should always be forgiven and never get angry. Well, our brother did say on the cross, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. So. Yeah, never be angry. I appreciate never. it, Vicki. Yeah. Thank you so much. Be blessed, bro. You know I love you. Love Have you a too. wonderful day. Thank you. Amazing. Bye. Bye now. God bless. You Bye. Amazing. Listen, callers, I, I wanted to get to Joe from Phoenix and other callers. I'm out of time. But if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, manhood tomorrow. I will be back. I'll be back. Get on that straight and narrow, folks. You can't take anyone with you either. This is a journey you must take alone. You got to travel this alone and work on you. Work on you. Work on you. And the way you work on you is by looking from within at the not you. Keep your eyes on you. The not you. All right? Because you can't see the you yet. But watch the not you in the mind and emotions. All emotions are evil. All thoughts, all the time, are evil. It's a practical thought. You don't live by those. What you want for dinner, right? But all thoughts are all lies, all the time, about anything. All thoughts are all lies, all the time, about anything. And just watch it. Watch it. Watch the night you are relaxed. And go through the hell, go through the fire, and on the other side is paradise. 
All right. Amazing. Thank you for your super chats and all those things. But stay with it. We appreciate your support. Stay with working on you. All right. The Hake Report is coming up now. The Hake, H-A-K-E Report, dot com. Have a good day and amazing. Stand up, stand up, we got fighting to do, we gotta show him who boss, he put a viking in you, he put that lightning in you, igniting the truth, but you beg and blame and lie and hate and never wanna stand for the truth, so what you planning to do, you understand in the loop. You better go talk to your mama, better stop at the drama, better drop all the trauma. Boy, you better stand up and up. Put your hand up and hut. Cause if you don't, then we lose, and then we gotta hear the fake news. Whoa. Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger is not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and hollering, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. I noticed after a while that when these guys overcome their anger, they have amazing ideas about starting a business. But because they've been told that if you don't get a loan from the bank or if you don't have a five-year plan or if you don't do this, and it's just simply not true, it's the first step with faith, then all things are possible. So, But the most important thing is to return to the Father. That yearning that you have, that emptiness, that void, is not for more stuff. It's not for more friends. It is a return to the Father. 
because there's no way you can return to God and be angry at your earthly father. So thank you all so, so much, right? People around the world donated to Bond at rebuildingtheman.com or they call 800-411-2663 and we're still committed to pointing the right way for men and women to return to the father. 